Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You're listening to The College Loop, your number one podcast for Auburn sports. Talking all things orange and blue every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. On today's installment of The College Loop, can Auburn football compete for a national championship in 2024? We'll look at their blue trip ratio per on three sports. Then we're going to talk men's basketball. Janai Broom is back, folks. It's official. The wait is over. We can start looking at what this roster is going to look like with him returning. Still a couple other pieces. We'll discuss that when we get to the hardwood. Then on the diamond, Auburn baseball hosting its second consecutive. That's two in a row, folks regional on the plains they're going to play host to a couple different teams we will break down their chances and we're going to talk maybe is butch thompson the best coach on the plains right now it's a conversation all this and more right here on the college loop hey you know what to do you grown. you know what's right 19 16 i don't i never know exactly what those mean but we're somewhere in that ballpark it's one o'clock in the afternoon in auburn alabama in this place was lit what's up everybody welcome back to the college loop podcast episode 68 of the college loop podcast and guess what the only podcast covering auburn sports that has a i just messed it all up the only podcast covering a team that is the only sec team to have a bucky's in their town that comes out every tuesday thursday and sunday as well that's you know that's true i mean we are the only podcast that comes out every tuesday thursday and sunday named the college loop that covers the only school in america that has a bucky's that is a statement of fact (laughs) there's so much that was such a tongue twister i thought i was gonna do it first try but ah props to lane kiffin Look, look, you got you can love the guy you can hate the guy i think auburn dodged a giant lane kiffin sized bullet this offseason but he's a pretty damn funny Twitter troll. And and the whole Chevron gas station that serves chicken on a stick, pretty damn funny. Um, and, and, and hats off. I, I thought that was hilarious. It, this is it was cringy. It's not like Penn State, like Super Bowl graphic cringy. <laughs> but it, 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 it was it was cringy and it was funny. Dylan, we got some we got some football right now. I mean, that's just this oh, yeah. statement of fact. So you ready to jump into it? I'll let you I'll let you introduce the floor here and we'll, we'll yeah. discuss because i've got some questions for you about yeah. it as this is coming out uh, i'm trying to pull that up exactly the date because i always forget what exact day we are talking about whenever i'm recording so we are officially 95 days out from the start of the college football season and it's worth mentioning that football is a daily thing around here and we're always either looking towards the next season and we're also going to be looking towards the next season as as well. On three, put up a little graphic talking about 2024 that recruiting class and their blue chip ratio, which if you're not sure of what that is, it's basically your four and five star commitments. Uh, is it like in the state? I know it's not blue chip, but like within the state, but it's just, it's just four and five stars. It's just four and five stars. And, and there's actually a really on three did a great job with their breakdown here. It's very comprehensive list, uh, a, a very comprehensive list rather. And, and I think that it presents some interesting 
interesting data. And we'll break down it, break it down from an Auburn standpoint here in a second. But I want to go with the overarching, just kind of break this down one through five and show how, how Auburn falls and stacks up here. So the way that on three broke this down is that they, they'll mention the team ranking at the beginning and then give the overall score, which is your average of blue chips, which is your combined four and five stars, right? So if you start at Alabama, the, their percent of blue chips is, is 100 right now. <laughs> and, and their average score is 94.615. That makes some perfect sense. Uh, but in terms of recruiting, not also not the number one team in the country right now. That's interesting to me. And then you go to South Carolina, they're at 92.951, which is a surprise right there for sure. But you're also working at class size uh, on average. Uh, then Florida, which makes perfect sense, 93.763. Ohio State, 94.915. Auburn, 90.312. Now, this is interesting just from a surface level before we keep going deeper. There's a certain school within the SEC that's not on this list, Dylan. Is that fascinating to you? Uh, yes, it's very fascinating to me because I, I, I'm just looking at this, and it's funny to me to imagine a world where South Carolina could win the East in 2024 because, or further on because their blue chip ratio – if it stays like it is, of course. I, you know, no, mind you, this is just a ratio. This is just a percentage yeah. of, of, of your recruiting class. And no one in, in, in their right mind thinks Georgia's going anywhere. But still <laughs> interesting, right? Yeah, and Georgia falls, I believe, at Auburn's at five. They fall at eighth is where Georgia is at 69%. So that's that's it's a pretty nice percentage. <laughs> but it does, it does leave 11 spots in between uh, Auburn and Georgia in that regard. But I, it just speaks to what Auburn's recruiting class is looking like for next season. And I got to be honest, Martavis Collins is not going to end his uh, high school careers at three stars. So hundred percent agree. Something else I think is interesting to note that on three mentioned, and this is so, I, I, I think this is fascinating Dylan, because we're, we're still working on this, this new landscape of the NIL. And you can actually, you can put that in one of like the subject lines for the algorithm for, for YouTube. Right. That, <laughs> yeah. because, because I mean, I went on the up to, uh, excuse me, uh, excuse me, not up tempo. Um, yeah, tempo. I'm sorry. I, I, I misspoke, uh, I guess, twice. There. I went on the Uptempo podcast a couple days ago, and we talked about the landscape of the NIL and, and how, how finance is being divvied out is, is so, so important. I want to read out some numbers to you real quick uh, about just dollars spent from NIL collectives on average. Alabama start, uh, is, is leading the pack at $218,000. That is no surprise, folks. They are still the biggest brand in college football. Uh, don't do not be mistaken and uh, they will continue to be south carolina ninety thousand dollars florida hundred sixty six thousand dollars ohio state one hundred one uh, excuse me one hundred forty one thousand dollars auburn ninety thousand dollars that is fascinating it is a drastic drop off from five to six where you're coming where clemson pulls in and clemson who's built on god's name image likeness per dabo sweeney is, is, is spending on average fifty eight thousand dollars and you jump down to georgia who we, we were talking about a minute ago is is somehow not in this same percentile range who's spending on average on average $159,000 which that's not necessarily just in a collective that's all obviously in endorsement deals things of that nature very very interesting to see how NIL may not be the front running cause except for the fact that Alabama is certainly an outlier yeah go ahead Dill. Oh, I was just agreeing with what you were saying, but it is fair to mention that it is pretty early in the recruiting process for these guys, for these kids. But looking at the blue chip ratio is important because if you go throughout the past 10, 15, 20 years of looking at the blue chip ratio, there there is a stark like comparison. Like it's what, what's the phrase causation without what what is it? 
trying to, there's like a, I'm trying to think, there's like a science term that I'm blanking on. Oh, you're asking the wrong guy if you're looking for science. Yeah, I definitely am. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it does show in the blue chip ratio that the teams that tend to do the best in recruiting are the ones winning the championships. And Auburn being the top five puts them in a good spot for the future. And especially if this recruiting class can get any better than it already is. And like sure. I already said, Martavis Collins is going to be a four star by the time he graduates from high school. And whenever he early enrolls into Auburn, definitely going to happen, I presume. <laughs> it's, it's interesting, too. I mean, obviously, it's it's four out of five guys, which is how Auburn pulls up at, at, at 80% of blue chips to this point. Uh, the, the, you have so many guys that are, that are kind of in, in that range that are at the four stars. Uh, look at Walker White, Jamaria, Fat Burnett, Amon <laughs> Lane, Jaden Lewis. And like you mentioned, not, not a lot of us think that Martavis Collins is going to stay parked at at that three-star position, and it rated graded right now as an 88-3 if you round up. We round up around yeah. here. 88 um, right. That's right. That's right. Uh, so it, it's it's interesting to, to take a look at, and, and also the fact that three of these guys are from the state of Alabama. If if, if Percentage-wise, I know that, like you mentioned, small sample size right now, Auburn's, Auburn's parked at 60% in-state. That is actually the highest in, I think, the top 10. As a matter of fact, I know for a fact it's in the top 10 for, for these for – these, blue chip ratios that we're looking at ranking the next closest being Alabama at 57 Georgia is a staggeringly low 31 percent or and there's a ton of talent in Georgia by the way obviously Oregon at 14 percent which is no surprise there's really not football talent in the Pacific Northwest sorry I said what I said <laughs> Ohio yeah. State 38 percent Clemson zero percent in state it, it is interesting to see Dylan how much does this speak to the the let's call it what it is the impressive recruiting job done to this point by Hugh Freeze. <laughs> and I think you also mentioned the great recruiting job by Shane Beamer as well, because yeah. he shares the state with Dabo Sweeney and he currently has 56% while Dabo has 0%. But it, yeah, yeah well, it, listen, we, we're, we're not here to dab, drab, dab, drag Dabo through the mud. That was a tongue twister. But also, <laughs> like, if there's a stray bullet we could send, I'm not opposed. Yeah, it, it had to fire off. But yeah, looking at it, I mean, Jamarion Burnett, uh, you're going to correct me to say fat, fat Burnett, fat from Burnett. Andalusia. Amon Lane coming from Moody, Jaden Lewis from Aniston, all from the state of Alabama. And of course, you mentioned a lot of other guys coming from Central Phoenix City who Hugh Freeze has been in contact with trying to get guys from there. Every one of Montgomery, Birmingham, he's been all over the place. He's recruited from Tuscaloosa trying to get guys to come from and choose the other school from out of state. Uh, And I I call it the other school because Auburn has been the other school in the state of Alabama for the longest time in recruiting the state it's like do you want to come to alabama or do you want to go somewhere else right because i i talk we talked about it last uh, every time we talk about recruiting florida state georgia and uh, there was another school i think uh all take guys that auburn should be in the running for but they just haven't been and you, know, you had the guy who decided to come out come at auburn last week uh from the state of idaho who decided he wanted to throw some shots and say that it was <laughs> it was the fans fault for everything but it was Maybe kind of just maybe his fault for not doing his job, uh, recruiting especially. Uh, and Gus Malzahn, the last part of his career, his recruiting basically fell off too. But Hugh Freeze has put his foot down and said there is some good talent in the state of Alabama. Sure, I think I think ranking wise, Alabama has now moved up to like top five for high school talent out of the states, behind I think it's like Georgia, California, Texas, Texas, Florida. Florida. And I think it's Alabama and then Louisiana. I think they're like right there. I think Alabama and Louisiana are probably interchangeable. 
Yeah, I, I, and I'm going to put all of them in the top five for purposes of sure. making the conversation better. Sure. Uh, I, mean, I, I, I don't disagree. There's a ton, a ton of talent in your backyard. So. Yeah, and a, a job's not finished yet. <laughs> it's not yeah. finished yet. Here's here's a, a question for you. Auburn's currently per 24-7. Who has, who has Auburn ranked higher, actually, than on three right now in their overall grades in the class of 2024? They have them at 32. So, which means we've always said that 24-7 was actually better at grading Auburn overall recruiting than on three. We agree with that, right? Best <laughs> best website for grading Auburn's overall performance in the 2024 recruiting cycle on um, May the 29th of 2023. The bet, We've always said that. Oh, of course. Oh, always said that. Auburn will finish blank in the 2024 recruiting rankings, uh, in your in your opinion, Dylan. This is the most important class for Hugh Freeze, by the way, period. Oh, yeah. And based on the trajectory, what I think it's going to be, I think Auburn's going to finish in the top 10. And I think they're going to finish top four in the SEC. Okay. I am not as quite as optimistic yet because I think you need to see a little on-field results to help. That's another recruiting tool, right? Just to see that the teams are heading in the right direction. I think Auburn, a top 10 for sure. I feel very comfortable about that. I think like eight or nine feels right, which I don't know that that puts you in the top four of the SEC. It probably doesn't. Uh, probably put, put, you, put you like six or seven in the SEC. Well, looking at the top four in the SEC right now, they got a long way to go because uh, let's see, Georgia has four or five stars that stands right now. South Carolina got one. Florida has four. Uh, Bama has three. Bama's currently at seventh in the SEC. I know it's early. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. Yeah. Bama will be fine. <laughs> it's just a little, little, little thing to bring up. I will yeah. say, I don't understand the whole. This is probably a conversation for us to have outside the pocket. The average recruit thing shouldn't that be what you go by instead of like your points per we'll talk about that on a, on another uh, uh, off the air and then and then we'll actually circle back to that on another that's a good conversation for another episode. Auburn should be like in the top like ain't if that's yeah, the case okay. <laughs> okay. You, gotta, you gotta factor in numbers too but anyways yeah yeah I, I would agree with you I think top 10 is is a lock um for sure um but we will we will see how that that shakes out and if you freeze keeps working the transfer portal the way he worked it this year I mean which was uh, let's call it, be honest here beautifully I mean, it, people aren't talking enough about what the job that Auburn has done quietly this offseason, and, and and that's probably where, the way Auburn fans want it to be. But, yeah, you want you don't want to have any any uh, any bad news penetrating the news headlines. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, thank you for that innuendo. <laughs> Do you want to make a podcast? Well, Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere, and even earn money as well. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and literally everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it is totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, it's been so easy to get the show out to y'all, and I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Let's talk hoops for a minute. He's back. Janai Broom returning to the planes, returning to Bruce Pearl and Company's or, uh, program. I almost said organization. Same difference. It doesn't matter. NIL makes an organization. Who cares? Um, even Bruce Pearl. We got we got the actual meme. Verbal meme right now. Verbal meme. Verbal meme. <laughs> I want you to put the word out there that we back up. And we got that tweet from Bruce Pearl today. 
Janai's already back on the roster website. <laughs> they, they definitely just had it saved in the drafts and ready to update the website. There, there was an intern that had to wait all day with his oh, finger sure, above sure. the button. Just yeah, waiting. oh, for sure. Yeah, no, he wasn't allowed to move either. He or she wasn't allowed to move. They're like, we will feed, feed you lunch. Like, as like, we're going to feed you like chicken nuggets while you sit here with one hand over this button. That is, in my head, that's how that went down. <laughs> and Janai Broom is back. So now we can start really talking. And, and Auburn fans, you can take your your sigh of relief. You can, you can exhale, exhale. All right, you've got your you've got your big piece that you needed to come back. Who we agree, Dylan. We think going to the G League, uh, these, these uh, G League camps and and, and and tournaments, and and entering his name in the draft. Actually, we think we that makes him better. I think he got some really really good work in, and and I think that brings a lot to the table coming into the college game uh, this 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 uh, this uh, this fall or winter rather. What's the face for? I went to the roster. Uh, Jalen Williams is listed on here. Is he? Yeah, he is. Okay. Well, maybe that's not official yet. I think They're bad. I still think that's happening. <laughs> but well, he's still here. Graduate student too. So now you can now you can start looking. Going okay, okay. Auburn now has a clear rotation uh, of guys, and then you're adding Aiden Holloway, Denver Jones into the mix. You're adding Chad Baker, Mazzara into this into this mix. And suddenly things are looking, they were already looking up. Don't get, don't get me wrong. You're starting to look around. You're like, wow, like this team could be special, Dylan. Am I wrong? Oh, yeah. Uh, you are completely right. And especially if one guy whose name is still in the draft portal name thing. Decides is, to withdraw his name and come to Auburn. Yeah. Uh, if Julian Phillips finally decides if he wants to come play with Auburn Tigers or if he wants to go – uh, what was it? He was like pick 53 or 58 was what the last mock draft we, we talked yeah. about here was. Yeah. So whenever he decides he wants to transfer to a uh, to the Auburn Tigers, looking at the roster again, I mean, you have Chad Baker Mazzara, who uh, we've talked about can shoot lights out. It was yep. 46% from the three-point line. Basically, if he shoots, it's a 50-50 shot if he's going to make it or not. Hey, and, don't forget about my boy Denver Jones. Shoots, shoots the ball well. Denver Jones, Aiden, Aiden Holloway, Holloway, Jay Will, Janai Broom, Trey that, Donaldson. That, Trey Donaldson. If Tyron Lawrence, if his name ever resurrects from wherever he is. Wherever now, that went to. I think he's in Cancun, got to be honest. I think he's chilling. He, he, he's been nowhere. He so. finals and said, I'm going to take a vacation. <laughs> yeah, you got Chaney Johnson, Katie Johnson, Lior, the Bermanator, Berman, Dylan Cardwell, and Simo on this roster thus far and some other guys mixed in let me tell me if i'm overreacting here but i but i think that this is kind of what happened so you go into this offseason and and auburn was not by auburn standards now which this is incredible auburn fans you should soak this up and be appreciative by auburn standards auburn wasn't tremendously great last year and and the fact that not being tremendously great it means the second round next in the NCAA tournament folks tody barbie was not that long ago <laughs> definitely definitely and, and soak that up and enjoy that but what bruce world looked and said all right we need to kind of we kind of need to blow some of this up some of this needs to change uh, we need to we need to talk and and and, and work through what, what this looks like and and the flanagans uh you know maybe maybe it's time to part ways and it was that, that we, we we've talked about that and wendell, wendell there's just not there's just not a spot for you next year whether or not wendell wanted to be there is is not part of the conversation. It's quite clear that entering his name in the draft and not returning was really not an option. Um, and, and, and that's okay. That's all right. This group or this, this coaching staff, the Bruce Pearl's kind of reconstructed, reconfigured, recalibrated, if you will, 
has kind of looked and said, all right, so here's what we didn't do well last year. Let's address the shooting problem. Let's address the fact that we we actually can play a little more three and D ball than, than we've kind of thrown away from. We have to be able to shoot the three ball in the college game now. And, and we've got to play bigger at the guard position. And yeah, I mean, you, this is something you could have probably figured out a year and a half ago, but adapting and surviving, right? That is that is the key to the game, the key for a head coach to make your a, a long tenure. I'm not and nowhere, no, no one take that out of context. Bruce Pearl is going to be at Auburn for the rest of his career. Forever. He, he's going to be the guy. Build the statue. That's right. That's right. Dylan, I've been amazed. How how impressed are you with this group? And I'm not just trying to gaslight or, or try to like sunshine pump. I'm actually very, very impressed by Bruce Pearl Company, their ability to take a step back and say, here's what we need to fix. Damn it, we're going to fix it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm looking at this roster as a standard now. Auburn is going to be a team to worry about. If I don't care if you're Arkansas. That's the contender. Exactly. And I think they're going to be up there again with Arkansas. I think Arkansas is probably going to be the best team going into the SEC next year. I think that's – Eric Musselman decided he was going to put his, his – his, oh yeah, uh, his no, no, no. the must bus chose violence, but in this is a do or die year for Coach Calipari in, in Kentucky, in my opinion. In my opinion, I think this is no, I think this is do or die for John Calipari. He has a I, lifetime contract. No, I think this is I th- this is the year where it, if things go south in in Lexington, I think or, or they're not where people think it should be that Kentucky could see leadership change. But I think that team's really talented. Rick Barnes, I mean Tennessee is going to be good, but. Damn, I'm. I think right now, just like the way we're looking at it, outside of uh, of, of Arky, I mean Auburn toe to toe with everyone. I think they're toe to toe with Arky. Oh yeah, definitely. Especially because I think Auburn didn't really go after like the big names that Arky was going after, but went for the guys that were their guys. Right. And I, in some aspects of a sport, that's like not what you want to do. You want to go for the better ones, but yeah, I. But I, but if it depends on the coach, and Bruce Pearl is a top ten coach in college basketball, and a developmental guy, or exactly. at least he puts the right coaches in the right places to develop guys. That is something that people don't understand enough about Bruce Pearl. I don't think Bruce Pearl is a brilliant X's and O's coach. I think he's he's okay. I, I I I do. I think he's a phenomenal recruiter, and I think at whatever level you want to put this, um, he's a great motivator. We knew we know this for a fact. I mean, and and I think that his game management is is okay. Roster management, I think, is solid and large. He's really, really good at being a GM in terms of finding the right guys to put in the right places to set his team up for success. I think that he's brilliant about that. And like you said, Dylan, that all ties back into getting your guys, right? Yep. And, I mean, looking at this roster again, I mean, it it's good. It's so good because Aiden Holloway is going to be so him and – God, I wish there was a way for him not to be a one and done. <laughs> there is none. There is none. <laughs> I'm imagining a world. Maybe if they cancel the 2024 NBA draft. <laughs> could you could you imagine a team with Aiden Holloway, Tahad Pettiford? Denver Jones has what two more years left? Mm-hmm. Oh my lord. Uh Jay Will finds his eighth year of eligibility. <laughs> and I decides he wants another run at it. Julian Phillips and Tyron Lawrence finally decide they want to come to the Plains. They've actually not played basketball in a year at this point because no one's heard from them. Yeah, I looked it up. They're both like still wondering. They have, uh, as this comes out, uh, two days to decide if they're going to stay in the draft or not. But yeah, I, it speaks to uh, Bruce Pearl's retention of players. Uh, we already did not lose a lot of players that like Zeb Jasper graduated. 
Uh, but I think in like said it yeah, and what Auburn lost, I think they gained even more. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And Denver and, Jones offers that same kind of defense that Zeb Jasper does with the addition of an offensive game. I, like let's let's be honest too. Like last year, I thought last year's team was the third best team we've seen in the past four years at Auburn. Yeah. Four maybe maybe fourth best <laughs> in the past five years. I I I it, it was significantly down. And that team, I'll tell you guys right now. In the regular season, would have gotten their ass kicked by that 2022 team. Uh, that, I mean, that that was the best team uh, regular season for sure uh, that Bruce Pearl's ever had. Uh, that 19 team is special. That 20 to 21, uh, ni- excuse me, 19 to 20 team with uh, Isaac O'Coral was special. Uh, this is becoming the standard. It's it's not rebuild now. It's reload. And 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 I know Auburn fans are oh you know we we want we want that national championship. We want it. We want it. We want it. We feel like we're on the cusp, folks. I'm going to say it again. Tony Barbie was not that long ago. <laughs> and and this the comeback of Auburn basketball under Bruce Pearl has been nothing short of remarkable. So that being said, let's go talk baseball. I feel like that. you've 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 told too many fans like too many times that Tony Barbie was not that long ago. <laughs> I've I people forget, man. Like I, I get into this conversation pretty much every time I get into town, every time I, I go to Auburn. And someone, someone will mention, Not oh, do that. What'd you say? <laughs> Don't need to do that. Well, someone will mention, be like, oh, well, Bruce did this, Bruce did that. I'm a little worried about this. I'm a little bit worried about that. I have to look and be like, do you not remember Tony Barbie? It's going to be 20. I can't wait for the 2025 episode come out where he says, Brian Harson wasn't that long ago. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, look, Brian Harson's unequivocally the worst hire in the history of Auburn, Auburn athletics. Number Sports. two is Tony Barbie. Yeah. They're one and two. And it's. Yeah. It, and honestly, I will listen to people that have one A, one B arguments. I, I, I will absolutely. There is an argument for Tony Barbie too. Like I, I completely get it. Recency bias, oh, yeah. says Brian Harson. But oh, yeah, let's talk about some good. Let's talk about some good, good. Yeah, good let's news. talk about the best, the best hire on the planes right now. And that's saying something because I think Bruce Pearl is fantastic. We know Bruce Pearl was, and we think Hugh Freeze is. Butch Thompson, dude, this guy's different. Auburn baseball hosting its second consecutive. Regional uh, on the Plains at Plainsman Park. It pains me with every fiber of my being that I won't be there this weekend. That I work in college summer ball, so what can I do about it, right? <laughs> Auburn's going to play host two. Let's see if I can get the base this ace this pop quiz. I almost I got like a was this maybe like a C, uh, I guess a C or not even a D when we you got sixty six percent yeah sixty six percent. So uh, Auburn will be placing, playing host to Samford South uh, excuse me uh, Southern Miss and I'm already I'm forgetting the freebie Clump no. I'm going to say Clemson. Hello. That's on the same side of the bracket. bracket. Um, I can do this. Oh, you pin. There you go. I was trying to find a pin. I was trying to remember. one on my desk. Well, I was thinking red, white, and blue, and then I said yeah, Southern Miss, and I almost said South Alabama. It was a whole procedure there. Um, <laughs> Auburn's playing in a regional that they are absolutely capable of winning, Dylan. Oh, yeah. And hopefully Auburn doesn't have to travel to Clemson, South Carolina again in another sport on the diamond. Dylan might go riot. I, I might do something a little hasty. <laughs> I might. And that I, means I'm going to go on Twitter and rant. That's for... right. I've got a question for you. Um, and and uh, we kind of teased this coming into this. We're going to break down this this regional on Thursday, on the Thursday show. So just wanted to put that out there in, in, in the sphere. But it is important to note that this is the first time in history Auburn has hosted back-to-back years. Huh? I was a uh, verbal meme. I was oh, two, okay, okay, two okay. in a row. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's actually a visual meme. Uh, but anyways. I, I whispered it, verbal. 
So coaches on the planes right now. Hugh Freeze, we think a lot of people think it's gonna be a really good hire. Bruce, Bruce Pearl was a fantastic hire. Jani, uh, excuse me, Johnny Harris, I think we both agree, fantastic hire. Mm-hmm. Mickey Dean, a little bit on the hot seat right now. Uh, Jeff Graba, phenomenal head coach, incredible what he does there. And this list, Brent Crouch, this this uh, Karen Hoppe, this list goes on and on and on. Greg Williams. Greg Williams, thank you. Is Butch Thompson the best coach, respectively, in his discipline on the planes right now? I do think it is between right now, based on what we know. Greg Williams, I think, does make a case. Oh, because for sure. Equestrian has just been as good as they've been for as long as they've been. There's a Jeff Grabe argument. Graba is a big argument. Uh, yeah, I think it does come between, honestly, between Greg and Butch to me. Uh, also, Bruce would probably be right there behind them just because of the success that they've gotten uh, in, in back-to-back years. Uh, uh, but, yeah, Butch Thompson definitely has some kind of argument just because what happened with this team? Butch Thompson looked at elimination from the SEC tournament in the face and turn this team into a regional hosting team. Yeah. And it's not the first time we've seen Butch do this. It's I, – I, I want to start with this year as a, as a textbook example. For whatever reason, Butch Thompson – and this is me being 100% high praise for Butch Thompson, by the way. I don't want anyone to take this in, in the wrong direction. Butch Thompson is really, really good at getting his guys to buy in regardless of, this, of the circumstance. He has he never really wavers from and believing in the group that he's got. He's recruited remarkably well, and he trusts in the development of his guys. And 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 he understands better than anyone based on his experience in Mississippi State and obviously his alma mater, um, and and his experience here at Auburn. He understands the way things work. He he understands that going through a season that the way that you start is not the way is not nearly as important as the way you finish. Matter of fact, it pales in comparison. He understands that you don't even have to really kick ass at the beginning of, of conference play. It's nicer if you do, but if you don't, you can still course correct. You can learn. You can teach guys. And 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 they've, he's just kind of kept them right there above sea level until 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 the end of the and until Auburn has gotten super hot, hot down coming down the stretch, right? And he's made sure his team has kind of stayed in in, in games and in, in places. And when Auburn's not pitching well, he's made intelligent defensive and offensive substitutions, whether that be in, in, in the field or, or pinch hitting situations. He's not been overly aggressive with, with the base running and, and on a team that you can't be as aggressive as, as you've seen in years past. He's very, very, very good at understanding what a team's persona, what their, what their stick is and, and, and what their brand of baseball is. And they're not always the same. I listened to a friend of the program the other day who I'll, I'll choose to leave off the record because I don't want to steal his thunder when he releases some stuff here coming out soon, uh, coming out soon. A, a really hot take, good take. In my opinion, I had a friend of the program speak to me the other day, comparing Butch Thompson to Pat Dye. And I, I talked about this on the up tempo podcast the other day. They asked me if I was comfortable giving Butch Thompson uh, a blank check. And the answer to giving anyone a blank check is always no, but Metaphorically, yes. And I told him the same thing that I, I listen, Pat Dye, I understand. I, I I completely get it. Like best coach in the history of Auburn. Like we understand. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you guys. There are some parallelisms that when 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 this friend of the program puts together some stuff, I want you guys to listen because it's cool. It's 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 super, super exciting. I think Butch Thompson is unequivocally the best coach, head coach right now 
uh, on the planes. Bruce Pearl, fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Greg Williams, fantastic. Huge believer in what John, uh, Johnny Johnny Harris is doing with that women's basketball program. We know about Jeff Graba. I get it. I think there's a lot of reason people forget the shitter Auburn baseball was in with Sonny Galloway. I, I, this feels like I've talked about this twice now. It's, it's got the parallelism, parallelism, right, going back to, to what we mentioned during basketball. But Auburn baseball was really, really, really bad. Oh, yeah. And baseball, I think, in my opinion, tougher to rebuild than basketball because of A, roster size, B, now we've got this transfer portal, right? And C, it's hard to get signees and not lose them to the MLB. <laughs> it's it's, <laughs> it's the only sport you have to fight with that and for now <laughs> until basketball. So, basketball, G League. Okay. It is way more commonplace than baseball. But, yes, I, I completely understand. Jalen Green would have been an Auburn Tiger. Yeah, yeah I, I understand. I understand. <laughs> but all that to be said, Dylan, I think that – I think the the clear answer right now is Butch Thompson, as wild as that may sound. Yeah, I, when you say it like that, I can I can agree with you. But yeah, I also have to throw in all the all the other sports Auburn's really good at, i.e., Greg Williams. But I, I think as Aaron Hopper, they, yeah, I mean soccer's only been relevant as of late because of her. Uh, facts, big <laughs> facts. I just want to go. I was looking at the stat sheet for Auburn baseball, by the way. Uh, we got a shout out Bryson Ware. We haven't brought up yet because he's a home run king now. That was actually going to be my closer. Uh, sorry. Uh, it's yours. No, take it. It's yours. I, I, I rambled about Butch. It's yours. <laughs> Bryson freaking Ware. 24 go, home runs. Let's go. Dude is ridiculous. And he is going to be passing the torch metaphorically. Hope, uh, he's gonna, it's basically a baseball bat that's on fire because I mean, <laughs> That's just how that's how fast he hits that ball. That's how hard he hits it. So much friction, the bat's all fire. Right. Sure. Ike Irish has just as many doubles as Bryson Ware's home runs. I'm telling you, I've been so interested ever since game one of the SEC tournament about that. They, have, they brought up the doubles. Yep, I have been so fascinated in seeing how that correlates next year. I, I'm 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 curious. Yeah, but ten more home runs than anybody else on the team. I'm trying to remember how 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 much was the difference between Sonny D, and and everyone else. It was it wasn't that, that was it? That team last year also popped more homers than this year. This year's team. Well, this that team, I that team started off hot, I believe. That they, team was, they, was objectively objectively better. better, not as hot as this team coming into the playoffs and in the postseason. It does. I think we talked about this later on the Thursday show. Can this team? Who has now lost two in a row, one to, to Vandy and then Bama. I, you shrug your shoulders, but it, it does beg the question: Can they get back on fire? Hot? Yes, and I, I think they, I think they were given the the right uh, teams to do that. I, I'm want, not. You want me to go full barn on you for a second here? Just, 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 just actual show a little barn. Floor's yours, sir. Yeah, I like, <laughs> how you, I like how you pushed away because I said I'm in the barn for a second. It's freaking Hoover. Auburn's just not good at Hoover. It's unbelievable how bad Auburn is in Hoover. Hoover, you won one game, take it, roll with it, whatever. Auburn wasn't good in Hoover the last two times that Auburn's been to the College World Series. I don't really. I think it doesn't matter. That's just my opinion. To go against your point as well, uh, last year's team hit uh, seventy-four home runs. This year's team hit eighty-four. Actually, yep. This year's team had more pop. Yep, twelve. I more. guess they had to because the pitching was really rough. <laughs> well, me, until, look, until, until late, until late. 
they had three guys get uh, double digit on this year's team. Last year only had <clears throat> Bobby Barrels and Sonny D. Hmm. Fascinating. And then you had, uh, going through the names, Bryson Ware, Cooper McMurray, and of course, uh, Cole Foster, who hates trees, by the way. Yeah. Because <laughs> he hit a rocket right into the forest next to the stage. Not a fan of trees. Um, and and Auburn <laughs> fans, not fans of Hoover. But I, I would not be. I, sure, it begs the question, Dylan. I, if I, I, I'm not pressed. I wouldn't be pressed. I, I think they were given the right opponents because you, you got no P5s. You got to worry a little bit about so, so Miss. I think so Miss is the only one that's really going to be hammering in. And I, I knock on wood, sell your soul for Friday night win. Sure. Every time I, I'm. We've seen Southern Miss upset SEC teams, namely last year, that have been hosting regional. And, and they've been hot too. They've been very hot too. That's a really good baseball club. It, well, a, yeah. A club. I do think Auburn can win this. As a matter of fact, I do think Auburn will win this region regional. Um, I, I kind of just to piggyback off of your conversation about the SEC tournament, unless it unless you're really making a real run at supers, which I think was on the table, but I think you need to win a couple more than maybe we let on. At some point, what's the competitive advantage of not getting rest days? <laughs> like, I'm I'm kind of not joking. I mean. I- you, you see my point here. One of the, I got to be honest. I read uh, I I forgot who wrote it uh, in the Auburn Daily. The takeaways from it, and I'm I'm sure it was probably either Lindsey Crosby or Andrew Stefaniak. Yeah, it was one of those two. And if you've heard them, they've been, both been on the show, and they dwarf us and what we know about college baseball. Sure, <laughs> and they make us look stupid. It was Lindsey Crosby. I uh, talked about the importance of Nate Larue not having him at Bama. Talk about a guy who has popped off recently. Uh, you didn't have Nate LaRue in the Bama game, and the defense just wasn't there. And yeah. Nate LaRue, as bad as a batter as he was at the start of the season, has was a hell of a catcher all throughout his career. And I, yeah, But I will say this. Uh, Auburn is part – it will be pairing with the Clemson Regional. So go Lipscomb, go Charlotte. <laughs> I will say go Rocky Top as well. Because that means if one of those three teams win, Auburn will also be hosting a super regional. Yeah, Clemson for got back to back years. That's a bad draw. <laughs> That's a really bad draw. And again, I'm saying it. If Auburn gets eliminated, I'm just saying it. If they get eliminated by Clemson in another diamond sport, I will be losing my mind. If, if Auburn gets eliminated by Clemson in another diamond sport, you'll hear about it right here on the College Loop every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. <laughs> yes, you will, Dar. <laughs> and with that, I'm Harrison Tarr. I buy Harrison Tarr on the Bird app. If you want to check out any of my, yeah, I guess, controversial takes, you can follow me along with me there. Otherwise, ESPN Plus is done. I'm done for the season. I didn't get any conference tournament games. Hashtag sad. It's okay. You're one of the job. We're getting conference tournament games next year. We're, we're bringing those vibes. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go and manifest <laughs> it. I'll have a full, I'll have full two seasons uh, under my belt. So conference tournament, here I come next year. Really, really excited about that opportunity. And uh, and calling the, the SoCon, SoCon all um, season. So that'll be a ton of fun. I will be back here on the Thursday show. Will not be on the Sunday show, to my knowledge. I have got to go out of town for work. Baseball season starting, so go bacon, I suppose. If you're around bacon, let me know. Uh, otherwise, <laughs> Dylan, enjoyed it, man. This was a, this was a great show. This was a banger, and uh, I will look forward to talking ball with you again on Wednesday night. 
Yeah, don't worry. I will be wearing my making bacon hat to in- incorporate you in some way on the Sunday show. So don't worry about that. Excellent. <laughs> but I'm Dylan Lark at you boy the tank on Twitter. If you're listening, it's at Y A B O I the tank. And if you're watching, it's just right there. Just right, little right there. That's also in the link in the bio as well. So while you're scrolling down and go like the video and comment, you can go follow us right there too. But yeah, if you want to listen to us, you guys on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. And if you want us on social media, you got us on YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Like, subscribe, ring the bell. Sadly, no MySpace. (laughs) But we are 40 subs away from Daniel Locke having to do a little TikTok dance. And we're 140 subs away from uh, Colin or 240 away from Colin having to do a TikTok dance, our little intern. Renegade, renegade. (laughs) And again, we are 740 subscribers away from actually getting that MySpace that y'all have all been waiting for. That's gonna be the wildest day of our life. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I it's gonna be it's gonna be wild, of course. Bizarre. I don't know how many I post on there. Uh, it'll be (laughs) Colin's job, hopefully. (laughs) But with all that being said, even the college loop podcast.